everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are excited. We are doing uh, our last re weekend recap. This is crazy. We made it all the way from October until now. And <laughs> this is going to be airing on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to everybody. It's <laughs> I hope everyone's having an amazing day. I am film critic Rachel Wagner. I'm here to talk about four different films. And I have a very special guest today. I have Dory from All the Phil's podcast. And Dory, how have you been this crazy holiday season? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we are crossing the finish line. I am so excited to talk about these movies. And yeah. I'm so excited that we survived the <laughs> season. It was crazy. Yeah, last year I made a I Survived Countdown to Christmas t-shirt. And I think I need to do it again because this is last year was nothing. That was child's yeah. play to this year. <laughs> last year was a piece of cake compared to <laughs> this year. This year really tried us, but yeah, we survived. We did. <laughs> and you guys had your bracket. You'll be announcing the winner uh, coming up, right? Correct? That's right. We have an episode that will probably go up on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day um, that will announce our bracket winner. Thank you to everyone who voted. Yeah. Um, and we're really excited. So do you think that you will do Lifetime versus Hallmark next year? Do you feel like that was a good dynamic? I do. I am really glad that we included Lifetime in the bracket this year because it just offers a very different type of movie. Mm -hmm. um, it felt very like watching our, it was usually like a Hallmark movie on Saturday and then a Lifetime movie on Sunday. They, it just was a very different experience, which was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And I also am very interested to see specifically what Lifetime does next year because this year for me felt a, like a lot of them trying to get back in the swing of like a full-on Christmas onslaught mm -hmm. and I'm fascinated to see what they implement next year based on what they've learned this season like you could tell this season they were just trying a bunch of stuff and seeing what works so I'm interested to see where they go next year mm -hmm. but we only do Hallmark Channel versus Lifetime. That was our bracket this year. Next year, we are absolutely including Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Ah, uh, nice. Which I think were, on the whole, stronger movies this season. So I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to really add to the bracket, too. Yeah, I think that that is true. I Did you have any movie that was a particular surprise for you that you didn't... Uh, but maybe not on the bracket, but just in general that you really liked a lot more than you thought? I had a couple. I think that the first, well, the first one that was most surprising was Cherished Memories, A Gift to Remember Too, uh -huh. which we were very skeptical because, simply because it was a sequel. We yeah. loved the first one, but sequels have sometimes been a little bit dicey I think we can agree yeah so um so we were kind of concerned like are they going to be able to match that same level that the first movie presented and boy was I shocked I think I liked it better than the first one I think it like really went all the way to the end in our bracket which we were not expecting 
at all. I loved it. I laughed. I cried. It gave me all the feels. We were not ready for that. And it was such a delightful, delightful Mm -hmm. surprise. And also, that was like a textbook blueprint for how you do a sequel. Mm -hmm. I think that that is how you do it. If you want to know how you do it, Hallmark, that is how you do it. That was perfect. Yeah, I, I like to think that I uh, I helped encourage Topher along the path to writing that good movie because we had him <laughs> on in May and he was writing the movie. He was like, he, then he couldn't, it wasn't officially announced. He was like, I'm just writing it for fun. And so I told him, I said, so here's the deal on sequels. <laughs> I was like, we don't want to see them break up or we just want to see their love mature and get better. And yep. That does not have to be a conflict that all of a sudden things get super real and super like yep. grim, <laughs> which is, I mean, all of my heart, that was what they decided to do. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. And he was like, I promise. I promise. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. That was one of my favorites uh, for sure. Uh, and uh, I really liked Candace Cameron Bray's movie this year, Christmas Town. I thought that movie had so much heart, and like, yeah, it's not an accurate depiction of adoption. I get that, but I don't know. I still really liked it. I liked her. I liked him, and uh, I thought it did the whole community feel really, uh, really well. And I, uh, I was just, I thought it was really charming. <laughs> And uh, in it's the like, uh, it really pulled on the old heartstrings there. Yeah, CCB, it, CCB had a. I thought that was some of her best acting I've agreed. ever seen. Yeah, whenever she would read one of those letters from her dad, I was. Uh, it, it really worked for me. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked that, and um, and yeah, and and uh, one of the ones that I didn't have a ton of hope for that we're going to talk about today, I ended up really liking. So. Uh, and I liked Mistletoe, the Mistletoe Secret way more than I expected because, uh, I, you know, Kelly Pickler's not the greatest actress in the world. But I thought that her sort of innocence uh, with, uh, with being this you know, sort of small town waitress and kind of worked a lot better than when she's supposed to be sort of a, a rock star or a singer or even though she is a singer. But you know what I mean? Like her bad acting kind of helped <laughs> the part a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just what you mean yeah <laughs> and I just thought that that Tyler Hines was great and I thought the script was pretty witty and pretty funny the way yeah and the whole idea of like this this I like Chris I like Christopher Russell best when he's playing a jerk and he's kind of <laughs> arrogant <laughs> and and him playing this this guy uh this on <laughs> this travel show or whatever I I liked it I thought it was I thought it was good but uh, he does it so well he yeah, does it he so does. well and, and i you know i agree with you i like that one kelly pickler like you said maybe not the best actress but darn it if she is not charming yeah. as can be yeah. and it really carries her far because just the way she speaks and the way like she delivers some lines and some moments like will always make me giggle like she's cute and she's very charming yeah. If you want to watch one that is kind of in the so bad it's good and I'm laughing hilarious, uh, you should watch on Ion Channel, A Beauty and the Beast Christmas. This is the most ridiculous movie I think I've ever seen in my life, complete with the giant food fight that's like 
just oh, no. it goes off for like many minutes and uh there's a dramatic uh ending where the the hero jumps off of a two-story building with no harm and storms the wedding and it was so it really was so bad it's good kind of territory like it was i was dying laughing at it and you should watch it <laughs> i think you know appreciate it okay you had me at the title yeah like, i don't need to hear anymore the title alone is ridiculous and sold me there's, there's a moment where the the which is like because they're both pretending to be youtubers that are pretending to get married or whatever they're youtubers and she she's like fine unsubscribe unfollow me <laughs> so funny and donna mills from like soap operas and stuff she plays her mom and she's like i'm permanently going to be scarred like this this is a disaster and because she's the beast supposedly in the story and i was like don't worry looks are overrated <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to your daughter <laughs> I was, oh my gosh you can't say that best so you need to watch it <laughs> okay i'm in oh my gosh this sounds hilarious i it can't was. handle it yeah yeah anyway so <laughs> let's talk about these four movies uh so we started out with double holiday and uh this is one of their sort of touted uh hanukkah movies that uh they were i think we're pretty proud of particularly this movie i think hallmark was very proud of it and i think with good cause i i i think this ended up being really charming it was written by nina wyman who's a great friend of the the podcast she's been on our show four times she was our first interview that we ever had and amazing writer she's so and, great yeah she's a great writer and uh it stars christopher Poloha, carly pope of course Poloha is uh kind of he's in the running with Kevin McGarry is the the king of Hallmark right now. He really yeah. is, and I'm really excited about it because he's so freaking funny. We'll yeah. get into it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so the summary for this one is: Rebecca endures working with her colleague and rival Chris to plan the office Christmas party in the hopes of getting a promotion. While spending so much time together, will they take their eyes off the prize and see each other anew? So I picked this as one of my three most anticipated Hallmark movies in my article I did for the Desert News here in Utah. And I just was so confident that Nina would do a good job with this. She is Jewish and uh, obviously that can't hurt. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I just... Uh, I just felt like it had a ton of potential and I was, I was very satisfied with this movie. I mean, the only thing that gave me a little bit of nervousness was, Oh, it's going to be a party planning movie. And sometimes it looks to be a little boring. Um, and, and so that was my only nervousness, but I ended up really enjoying it. Even those aspects worked for me. Um, I don't know. What was your overall take on this movie? Rachel. <laughs> I loved this. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I was, I was apprehensive about this one. I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if I, I don't know if they're going to handle this appropriately. Um, and 
boy, was I wrong and never happier to be wrong about something. I love this from start to finish. I love Carly Pope. I want her and more like Mm -hmm. she's so good. Mm -hmm. And their chemistry was amazing. I loved her family. It was so good. I loved every second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the thing about this party planning uh, aspect of the movie is it really was just a framework uh, to tell the, the story of both of them and the story of their families. And it it wasn't, you know, because like tropes and uh, these types of kind of classic story beats are, are fine. It's just when they, they don't, the, the, like, it's a different thing to say that a story has a repetitive plot versus saying it's using tropes. That's not the same thing. Uh, tropes are just parts of genres that, that, the fans like and that are classics parts of a genre tropes aren't inherently bad it's what you then do with them to tell the story and i i felt like this was a really great example of that uh and uh because it's really just about it's basically a classic sort of uh enemies to lovers storytelling so they start out kind of hating each other there's these there are these cubicle mates and 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 christopher Valois was just so charming in this movie he would kind of had you kind of wondered if it's like what's her problem like how could she not like this guy he's so it's so great from the second he they the first shot of him where he hears her coming and puts his feet on her desk just to annoy her like that is so freaking adorable yeah yeah it was so cute and uh, I I thought that they did a really good job of developing her character because most of us have been there with the cubicle life and the cubicle things. And I mean, I loved the whole concept of fancy suit guy because what woman can't relate to that? I'm sorry. That's like a thing. I know. I know. <laughs> Trying to build up that courage to talk to him, being so nervous. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. Do you feel like Christopher Flo's character uh, was always kind of into her, or do you feel like it developed? Oh, for sure. I think he was always into her. Mm-hmm. I think he always liked her, um, but I think that she was very much driven and always about the job, and he could never really figure her out, which I think is why the second he met her family, he was like, oh, no, I'm staying for Hanukkah. I'm hearing every yeah. story about you. Like, you, there's no way you're getting rid of me now. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. And they, they both are trying to get this raise. I also loved their boss. Like, it's the classic person who's, like, terrified of children. Like, she was just like, I don't know what to do. These kids. That it's made going. me laugh so hard. She was like a deer in the headlights every time I was a child. Yeah, it was really funny, and I, and I feel like like reasonably authentic to. I could. I felt like yeah, that that character. I, I could imagine that character being like that, and I liked the actress. She did a good job with it. <laughs> it's just like she was so funny. Yeah, she was so much fun. Because I can relate to that sometimes. Like, uh, you, you go into a room with just a whole bunch of kids, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm in over my head here. <laughs> I don't know what to, like, do. what to do. What do they like to do? What do they like to 
what do I do with them? Yeah, it was yeah. so great. When I was uh, put in charge at church teaching the nine-year-olds, that was a terrifying moment. I it was I was just like I don't know what to do with like ten nine-year-olds. Are you crazy? I know. <laughs> They are powerful. My yeah. niece is about to be 11 years old and her birthday is actually Christmas Eve. And whenever I'm with her, I'm like, you are way cooler than me. You know more than me. I, what am I even doing here? Like, what value do I bring? I'm so terrified of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how to handle it. I mean, get back to the adults as quickly as possible um, is, uh, is definitely my uh, my, my philosophy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was really good. And I liked everything with him and the community center. I thought that was all very touching and sweet. And, uh, and, uh, and a little Kirby. It was so cute. Oh, I loved Kirby. He was adorable. <laughs> so good. The only thing that made me so laugh at the community center thing is that they they had the hot chocolate on the ice skating rink and i'm thinking i wouldn't do that like no. <laughs> I mean, you have to be a pretty confident ice skater to ice skate without go-go i used to figure skate when i was a kid until around i don't know 14 years old uh -huh. there's no food or drinks on the ice that is dangerous that is risky it's not allowed ill-advised no one at home do that it's so dangerous <laughs> you're gonna get hot chocolate all over you and you're gonna get burned and it's gonna be a bad situation i think a lawsuit is coming <laughs> to the community center even if you are even if you are a professional, no, there's no food and drink on the ice. It can't happen. Especially with little ones, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that and part I, did give me a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, it did. And, <laughs> but I did like when he, uh, he's talking to the manager or whatever of the, the other, uh, the other investor guy and I just liked how he's like, well, if you really want to know my opinion, you should get rid of the, the, the tennis courts and you should do this and you should put in a pickleball court and you should whatever. Like, <laughs> and and uh, the guy's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> His face, he's like, okay, uh, anything else? Yeah, right. Okay. And anything else? Is that the last of it? Or are we good? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was great. Uh and as far as the Hanukkah stuff, I mean I trust Nina that it was all, you know, accurate, but we are going to have uh a, a guest uh by the her her Twitter name is Stacy Applesauce, which is actually an author named Stacy Agdern. And she actually contacted me. She's Jewish and she wanted to talk about all three films that one from I Lifetime, two from Hallmark. We're going to talk about them because I can't comment how other people's religion are portrayed. I don't know uh, or culture is portrayed. Uh, so that's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to talking with her. I'm going to interview her uh, later today. And then I'm not sure when I'm going to air it, but probably on Thursday or Friday. And uh, so that's something to look forward to. But from my perspective, it seemed very reverent. It seemed very, uh, I really liked the family. I really liked uh, that uh, I, I didn't feel like it was sort of assumed that neither character 
knew nothing about (laughs) that was the thing in the lifetime movie that was just very ridiculous is that the idea that that like he'd never heard of a christmas tree and like i mean just some of this stuff you're you're thinking um everybody knows like it's just so right conscious in our it just permeates our culture so much that uh that and i feel like most normal people know what a menorah is even if you don't (laughs) yeah you know yeah and i have several jewish friends who have a christmas tree every year like people 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 get it we all get it you know Yeah. yeah and so uh then uh but i i really thought yeah, her family was just so wonderful and sweet and uh i i liked that there really wasn't any um like really bothering her about the fact that she's single except for maybe her sister being like ooh <laughs> this but i liked uh, she was cute i liked her sister yeah i liked her sister too and yeah. i liked that i loved how much her family i loved how close they are Mm-hmm. I loved how I loved all of their traditions. I thought that yeah. that was really fun. It wasn't, and there wasn't any like, oh, eye roll. I don't want to do this with my family. Like they all just really loved each other and loved being together. And that was really, I loved that. I thought yeah. it was so sweet. Well, yeah. And it was a really good moment for the character because when they're having her and, um, and Chris are having this discussion and it's obvious that she sort of put her sister on this sort of pedestal uh and and he has to say i love your sister your sister's a great person but he she is not perfect and that's so easy to do i feel like in families uh i I, especially when i I don't know i feel like when people are living like such different lives i i feel like that can sort of be easy to kind of think well that person is the perfect mother or the perfect uh person uh and you can kind of envy their life and uh uh, and that's nobody's perfect everybody has flaws and the thing is is that it's so easy to compare your worst with their best and and just feel and 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 then the ironic thing is the other person is is doing the same thing and right somebody could be uh comparing sort of i guess my podcaster in fact i'm on rotten tomatoes or something like that and be like oh i she's so much better than me but then i it, it could be comparing maybe the number of views they get or the number of <laughs> the number of followers they have or you know what i mean something like that we're comparing when we all have special things about us and we're all uh we're all trying our trying our best to to make things work uh so you know it's like the old saying that comparison is the uh, the thief of joy absolutely mm-hmm. and i think that it was also a really great moment of him having her back yeah like him standing up for her and defending her even when she didn't want to do that for herself and i i love to see that yeah. in a partnership and in a relationship and he was doing it even before they got together and i yeah. thought that was a really powerful moment well and also having the the strength in your relationship is i think tested by the fact is are you are you comfortable enough to tell the other person they're being stupid (laughs) yep absolutely and that was kind of another example of that and i really liked the fact that uh that they're 
careers were both respected. I really liked the ending that neither had to sacrifice anything. Uh, and maybe some people yeah. say that's unrealistic, but this is the kind of genre that we're in. And so I, I really liked that. There wasn't a sense that, okay, she's got to move somewhere or she's got to sacrifice something. <laughs> like she, uh, yeah. able to get it. it was cute. I, I liked that. And it was just, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, and so I give this one 4.5 out of five crowns and uh, it, it zoomed up high in my ratings <laughs> for Hallmark. <laughs> so uh, for this Christmas season. I loved it. I agree with everything you said. I thought it was such a fun, just heartwarming story. The the casting was great. The writing was great. Um, I loved it. So I would yeah. give it 4.75 yeah. rounds. Right now I have it at five in my Hallmark Christmas rankings next to... That check sounds into, about right. That yeah, check into right. Christmas. I have uh, just under that right now. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it comes out in the final tally. But I really enjoyed it. So, And Fancy Suit Guy was so cute too. I think we could maybe he use was. we could use his Christmas movie now. <laughs> I know. Bring him back. Help him find love. Yeah. Help him see that there's more than just <laughs> career stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then also on Saturday is was Christmas on my mind, and this starred Ashley Green, Andrew Walker, Jack Kay, Harry, Debs Howard, Donna Benedicto. Who, if you haven't listened to our interview with her, one of my top ten of all time she was absolutely hilarious and particularly she we spent about 30 minutes talking about craft services and catering on set and we were dying laughing you got to check it out um, um but it, i listened i listened oh to you that did one, oh good and i was delighted but we've actually interviewed tons in this cast we've interviewed preston vanderslide donna benedicto debs howard and andrew walker so we, we got um and but yeah it was i just loved that interview she was so funny and uh i have a whole new respect for uh for actors and their dieting i'll tell you that right now <laughs> uh, anyway this was written by kirsten hansen who if you follow the podcast, you know, she is not my favorite writer and I'm sure she's a lovely person. Just her writing isn't for me usually. Um, and, uh, and this is based on a novel by Denise Hunter. And the summary is when Lucy wakes up with a wedding dress in hand, she believes that she is late to her wedding with her ex-boyfriend, Zach. However, she has no recollection of the past two years, including the fact that she is engaged to another man. So this movie well meanwhile here so what was your overall feelings of this movie uh this movie started out absolutely bonkers insane mm -hmm. and i was shocked to then find that i was bored through most of yeah. it i don't understand how that happened because the first 10 minutes are crazy like so much happens that I was just staring at the screen, like with my mouth open. Within 30 seconds, craziness had already ensued. And so then I found myself about 
40, 45 minutes in, I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the clock. I can't believe that they packed so much into the first 10 minutes for then for me to then be pretty bored throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was fine, but I was not engaged at all towards yeah. the end. So this is a classic example of using a, like a, a formula or a trope uh, type of story and doing it badly because yeah this amnesia plot line is classic we see that many times like the christmas to remember the one with um uh with cameron matheson and um maris maris Ovino. that's a good one with an amnesia love plot. that one yeah yeah and that one. <laughs> there's a bunch of them and uh, and uh, this the amnesia plot was completely unnecessary like you could cut it out completely and the plot would be exactly the same because it's basically girl is in uh, is engaged to a bad man of business and she meets this the small town guy or the local guy that she has a connection with her high school sweetheart base basically her her somebody that she's been in love with and she ends up dumping the the bad man of business and being with the small town guy this that's that's all this story was the amnesia stuff completely fell flat for me it uh it was it wasn't funny there was absolutely nothing in anybody's reaction made any sense to me like if somebody there were no reactions yeah like if, if somebody came up to me and said that oh we're getting married uh, and was two years and was an ex that had dumped me i would be like uh should i call the 911 because you're clearly disturbed i i i would have some kind of reaction like that would be shocking to me and if my if my friend all of a sudden couldn't remember anything then i would be upset by that if if my fiance who I was about to get married to in like two weeks, all of a sudden didn't remember who I was and was spending all this time with her ex-boyfriend. I would be upset by that. That would be upsetting. And for like his responses made no sense. The, the fiance, it was just, like, just busy with work. And I'm like, that's doesn't make sense on any level if you are marrying her for her position or her money or whatever you'd still be upset that yes. this person has forgotten completely about you uh, and you're going to get married to them if you love her at all which evidently they'd had enough enough of a relationship that had built and developed that she had accepted his proposal and planned a wedding and i know and so like <laughs> nobody had an appropriate reaction at all like uh, even she like if i woke up and i couldn't remember things i would probably be freaking out like i needed one freak out scene from someone <laughs> and, and everybody's just even jack case like uh she wasn't even funny about it like i was expecting her to at least be funny but instead she's just kind of this psychiatrist who's like okay here's the way that you need to think about this situation. Have you analyzed your life? The <laughs> the only one that was even close, I thought, was Debs Howard as Andrew Walker's girlfriend. Like she was the only one that had a little bit of a a kind of a what's happening here kind of response. And and I think, by the way, that she would be a great leading lady for Hallmark. She's so cute. She's so bubbly. I think that she would fit right into this uh, to this world. And uh, 
but even she wasn't allowed to do very much but there was just it, it made no sense to me like none of these people were acting like humans that had this crazy thing happen to one of their friends like that's not normal <laughs> and they're just like going to christmas fairs and skating and yeah, it was very disappointing i think it had had some chance to be really fun but it, and it was such a great cast who can all deliver and they can all deliver the funny i've seen it every single one of yep. these actors they've been funny and it yep. was it was just nothing <laughs> i uh. mean right off the bat how she <laughs> she falls and busts her head yeah and doesn't remember things from two years ago she's not trying to like get her bearings figure out where she is like maybe call 911 like you said go to the hospital she's like oh take me whatever three hours away to my hometown I'm gonna show up walk in with a wedding dress like it was just it all happened so fast yeah I was like why are you not in the hospital why are you not like looking at your phone to see the last person you spoke to something yeah I just I was <laughs> I was completely, I was so disoriented. Yeah. Like I had hit my head when that started. I did not understand what was going on. And then you're right. The amnesia part was so unnecessary. Jack A was so underused. I wanted more of her. Like, you're right. There were no hijinks. It was just kind of blah, which bummed yeah. me out to be honest yeah i really love andrew walker like he is one of my favorites and i thought he was good in this he was fine he was really cute and great but yeah there just wasn't much to this yeah i mean he came he showed up he did his job all the yep. uh, this really wasn't the fault of i don't think any of the actors it's the writing and i i'm sorry but this writer just doesn't develop conflict i don't think very well whether it's chesapeake shores which i know you like i'm not a fan of and uh, i really struggle with it and uh the way that i don't know i just it's just not my favorite writer and uh, i think that that's what this came down to it is not the fault of the actors and no uh, everything else about it was was fine as far as the execution and production all that it was just the writing it didn't do it for me so yeah this is one of my least favorite of the whole year for sure me too me yeah. too it was i and i at least thought it was gonna be bananas from yeah. the way it started i was like okay at least this is gonna be crazy like this girl has amnesia within 30 seconds like let's go it's gonna be wild mm -hmm. no yeah. i'm like falling asleep it was it was rough for yeah. me this was a rough one for me <laughs> so yeah i'd give it uh i'm pretty low on it just for the cast i'll give it uh two crowns but uh, that's probably generous yeah i'm at um i i think i'd give it two crowns also yeah. i mean and you're it's purely like you said purely on the strength of the cast which i enjoy i like all of those people so yeah two, and and two crowns. 
one of the reviews on IMDb, I guess, is a super big fan of this novelist, the, uh, this Denise Hunter. And she was saying how the book is just like funny and like crazy and so much better. And I'm like, now I want to read that book because I bet it's way better. <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. It has the potential. It could yeah. have been really fun and funny. Yeah. It could have for sure. So, all right. Then we have, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So this is a homework channel on Sunday and the stars, Trisha Helfer, Eric Babius, Peter Benson. And I'll just, oh, I'll say the, the summary. Uh, so when a New England Christmas decorating competition searches for the town with the most Christmas spirit, the mayors of East and West Riverton go all out to get their towns to the top of the holiday heap. So that summary totally undersells the greatness of this movie. This yep. movie, like I, like from the very beginning opening montage of like the battle between East and West Riverton, I was, <laughs> I was in, I was sold. I, so, and I was a little bit, tiny bit nervous about this movie because I didn't really like Eric Mabius in his movie last year. It wasn't really his fault. I just felt like he was miscast for playing this kind of curmudgeonly sheriff. And, mm -hmm. and that whole movie last year was so talk about a gaslighting movie where this character is just like <laughs> the whole town is pretending to be this Christmas town. So she picks them for the, for <laughs> to have this ski lodge. And it was just, right. it was so weird. And I just didn't like that. <laughs> movie and uh and so I, I was a little nervous about this one but oh my gosh i love this movie so much i thought this was so great the whole concept of east and west riverton and the the literally like the line through the cafe and through the park and people are on their side and not going and even different decorations like that whole of every concept about uh east and west riverton was the best and I think writer Rick Garman, he did such a good job with this movie. It was so much better than it had any right to be, in my opinion. And I just, I thought it was hilarious. Did you like it? I was delighted from start to finish. Yeah. I, just like you, this one actually was completely off my radar. And to be completely honest, had I not been joining you today, I, if this is probably one I would have like saved to just watch whenever like yeah. after Christmas when I'm like still kind of watching Christmas movies and seeing what I missed like this wasn't on the top of any of my list when I tell you I was cracking up because yeah. everything worked yeah like like you said from the beginning montage where they have the new newspaper headlines yeah. where the town split I was already sold. Then the coffee shop and how each mayor would only stand on their side or even sit on their side when they met in a neutral location, quote unquote. I was yeah. like screaming with laughter. And yeah. it was also, it looked beautiful. Like I loved the details. I loved that in West Riverton and whatever, which was I think red. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong, but they only have like red Christmas tree <laughs> ornaments. They only have like red garland yeah. and everything. And the East had blue. And I just loved that visual. Yeah. It just worked 
so well. I think the East Riverton got the got the shaft with the the blue and silver. I mean, I actually have a blue and yeah. silver themed Christmas tree, but I but I think uh, the <laughs> West West Riverton getting the classic Christmas colors. <laughs> it was really good and i definitely think this is the best that trisha helfer has been in one of these movies uh because she's you know she originally uh was a model she's gorgeous of course and then i was on battlestar galactica and everything but i just felt like there's hasn't been one of her movies that has really sold me on the genre for her and Mm -hmm. this one i'm like okay I love her. She was amazing. She was really good. And she was so funny. When yeah. they were spying on each other, oh. the best. Like, just the best. I couldn't handle it. We were bird watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I absolutely loved both of their assistants. They were the best. And I would love to get a uh, a, a, a a future movie about the two of them because they were so funny and when the way that especially the girl assistant would look at her maybe it's like what is going on here <laughs> that's the best it was so funny she was so good and <laughs> uh and then i also really liked the whole dynamic was very unique uh for homework movie of her being divorced and not being a you know a widow uh and uh but not only that but like peter benson is right there he's involved in the plot as her ex and uh he i thought it was it was it was refreshing it was funny it was good and and i think peter benson is up for the comedy he's a funny he can do the funny uh roles too yes he was yes we we love a healthy co-parenting storyline. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice to see. Yeah. They, you know, met in town. They, you know, the kid changed hands, changed parents. They were, you know, yeah. supportive of each other, pleasant, really liked each other still. You can tell that even when they talked about their relationship ending, it was just like, yeah, we were just two different, grew apart. He's, you know, getting engaged yeah. to someone like it that was so nice like it just wasn't a big deal it kind of was what we were was what it was I love that they all grew up together so there was no real there they didn't have to do a lot of exposition about the dynamic it was just kind of like yeah we grew up together like your mom married you know this guy I was there we were all friends we all went off to college like it was very it was handled really well and I loved that Mm mm-hmm yeah, I did too. And I I liked that uh that somebody pointed out with the uh with Eric Mabius and Strasselfer's characters, because they've been so competitive, you think that they're they're completely different. But I think it was the cafe owner who was like, No, you're exactly the same. So because right. I and I actually think it was Peter Benson, you saying we were we were really different. You two are the same. <laughs> yeah exactly which was really good it was really true and uh and uh, so this competition was a little confusing to me though so yeah is there multiple towns involved in the competition or is it just between east and west riverton because at one point they're like what if you work together and then i i was like oh i didn't realize there were multiple other places involved 
I only knew that there were other towns because they when they went to that I don't know the the ceremony I guess <laughs> where they decide who's going to be in the competition they name several towns okay and they all like walk across the stage and they're like and he says welcome to the competition and so there were uh-huh. a few other towns but even still the like working together angle it's like can you do that like can you yeah, just with the rules work together when there are five other towns competing like because then they'd all team up yeah. you know like that was a little iffy but i didn't even care no, because i, I was having either. too much fun and this movie was my sweet spot because what i have been wanting forever is like a political rivals movie uh-huh. because you don't even have to get into the politics of it. Like it, you don't have to mention a political party. You don't have to do anything. You introduce something like this, yeah. like the mayors of two neighboring towns. I have been wanting that storyline forever. And I finally got it. So I was like vibrating with joy. I was so happy because I have been wanting this. I've been saying forever, like you can have a political rivals movie yeah. without making about politics, especially in a lot of these small town movies when it's like, you know, save the yeah. mill and all of this stuff. Like that's not inherently political, you know? Right. Yeah. So I was so pleased with this. Yeah. It, it, it just was, they they even if the competition was a little vague they 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 just thought of sort of every element of christmas christmas uh every christmas trope or christmas christmas uh, thing uh that's in these movies they had the west riverton side and the east riverton side you've got like the cookies on one the reindeer cookies on the one side and you have the uh the, <laughs> the other on the other side the snowman cookies the snowman. on the other <laughs> yeah just everything had its back and forth and it was Oh, just really funny. I I even liked I liked his parents when they they were getting all into the competition and and uh, it's like oh we got to decorate the 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 residence we got to win that one. He's like we don't have a residence. It's just my house. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I was joking on Twitter. I said now I will forever be suspicious of any 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 province or or or, or state or locality with a cardinal direction in their name you know that that has started Absolutely. with the christmas rivalry i believe it now <laughs> i was like i know now north and south dakota that's <laughs> that's what caused the split <laughs> it was so good um, yeah. it was so fun just yeah. it just made me smile when yeah. they get locked in the room together and they're yeah. like randomly really decorating a tree because they're completely Christmas crazy. Like yeah. I love it. I do love it when these movies play into the uh into like people are insane with Christmas. Like yeah. like concerning. Like if it was in the real life I'd be like mm. <laughs> and like their personalities like they can't just it's not enough just to be surrounded by Christmas. I love it when, like, I actually enjoyed A Cheerful Christmas. A lot of people hated it. But I liked how completely insane she was about Christmas. Like, crazy. <laughs> it was funny me to me. Too. Okay. Me too. That movie was a sleeper hit yeah. for me. I loved, I was just delighted by her. And yeah, I loved it. Me too. She's like, 
And it's almost like they're just unapologetic in their complete Christmas fever. And uh, that's funny to me. One of my, I think, most underrated Hallmark Christmas movies is The Christmas List with Alicia Witt. And she is yeah, that's a good like, one. crazy for Christmas. She's like flinging around snow in this fake snow globe. <laughs> but I love that. I think that one is so good. Peter Benson is in that one as well. Uh, but, right. but anyway, this one was fantastic. Uh, so yeah, it, it surprisingly jumped all the way up to number uh, six in my Hallmark Christmas rankings. I So I give it 4.25 crowns. I really liked it. Uh, and uh, yeah. What would you I give loved it? it too. So great. I would give it I would give it the same um as I gave to Double Holiday. Yeah. I would do four point seven five. I loved yeah. it. This is this is the movie I've been waiting for. Thank you, yeah. Walmart. More, yes. please. Yes. Rick Garman <laughs> did a great great job on that script, sir. Come on the podcast. Oh, We'd love to talk to you. Uh, so okay. <laughs> Last one for this weekend was A Family Christmas. And this stars Holly Robinson Pete and Patty LaBelle and uh, Dion Johnstone. It's directed by Kevin Fair, who's a, uh, he's done a lot of good stuff, including Science Hill Delivered uh, for uh, Hallmark. And I need a bunch of the Grosso mysteries and things like that. Uh, but anyway, it's when Amber spends the holidays with her Aunt Dora and, and helps plan a fundraising Christmas concert, it brings Amber closer to her aunt and a new love into her life. So you right now don't currently live near your your hometown or your family, right? You didn't grow right. up in LA. Can you imagine if you went to your hometown and they were like, oh, you're here. Hey, plan the children's Christmas fundraiser while you're at it absolutely not i i go home to sleep yeah that's what i do i go home to sleep and eat and maybe shop that's it i'm not yeah. planning anything i'm not even planning like my life i'm like yeah. whatever you want to do mom come on yeah i know me too and I, I i think it's so funny that happens all the time in these christmas movies that people go home yes. and they're like oh perfect we need somebody to plan the Christmas festival. And it's one thing if like the character kind of initiates it because she's like, I'm outraged. It got canceled. How could it get canceled? Right. So then they're going to plan it. Uh, then that makes sense, I guess. Uh, but when it's just sort of thrust upon people, I'm always just I know. laughing. Uh, but I thought this movie was very basic, but it was perfectly fine. Like there was the plot was nothing we haven't seen a million right. times uh, right. but the people were all nice I enjoyed being with them uh and it had you know good music and i i thought it was fine i agree like i enjoyed this one i was i kind of just let it wash over me yeah. um i it was just like a nice watch for a yeah. sunday night um i really my favorite part of the movie actually which surprised me because I didn't know much going into it was I loved Holly Robinson Pete interviewing her Aunt Dora yeah. and I loved those little moments of her asking questions about her career and her life and I 
was surprisingly I really loved those moments between them like Mm -hmm. even more so than the love story I kind of liked their relationship and hearing about you know the ebbs and flows of that and I really liked that yeah me too um and I because it almost felt like she was also interviewing Patty LaBelle for real you know what I'm saying like because they're both these both her character in the movie and the woman herself, obviously, is like a legend. Yeah. So it was nice to kind of hear that wisdom coming from her. Um, and I could have used more than that. But yeah, like you said, this was a, a nice movie. It was a nice watch. And I'm always happy to see Holly Robinson Pete in a Hallmark movie. I'm happy every time I see her. I love her. So yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was cute. I, I do, and this is. Uh, completely superfluous thing but i do like her better with curly hair <laughs> straight hair <laughs> i wish that she, i like that, uh but that's just because i have curly hair probably myself <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah i enjoy her i thought that uh it was nice seeing that her decision to move back to the small town felt relatively authentic at the end because she is through interviewing her aunt she kind of begins to realize what she's been missing and she doesn't want the editor's job because she remembers how much she enjoys interviewing people and writing and other things like that. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty good. And uh, I, I thought, I thought the relationship was, was fine, but I did like their date. I, I like it when Hallmark actually shows like a date and it's not just sort of. Yeah, forgotten. me too. And they had a great date. That yeah, was good. It was a really good date. And I thought they, you know, they had an early kiss that was before the 30 last 30 minutes which is yep. nice and and uh i excuse me i i thought that the singing was i mean you expect it with patty labelle of course but i'm very picky on my oh holy nights most of the time <laughs> it's done very terrible and this was a very unusual version of oh holy night i think they probably had to put it into a lower key in order for her to yeah. sing it because you know you lose some of that as you get older uh, those high notes and uh and it was just it felt like it was in a minor key it just felt a little different uh which i liked i thought that was nice uh and uh i thought she you know she nailed it she's kind of well <laughs> she's great singing uh, and so i liked that and uh there's just the problem is most people sing patty most the problem is most people sing Oh, holy night who are not vocally equipped to sing that very difficult song and right she's singing jingle bells and that would be perfectly fine <laughs> right uh, right but that all worked for me quite well i thought the school was very unusual like they this was a very like the way everything was like wood lined and like it i was like what is this school this is very i like, know is this a private school or something like it just looked really different uh but uh uh but yeah i mean everybody trying to get funding for the music program and you have your you know your music teacher and uh yeah it there really wasn't a whole lot to this one but it was it was cute enough i think so i love the little girl i love his daughter she was cute loved her she's great she's been in a few of these and she's always really cute and i was glad that patty labelle actually got a part in this because 
that annoyed me last year about Christmas Everlasting, the Hall of Fame one, is that, that she's like right there on the poster. She's advertised heavily, and literally her role was opening a door and saying, Welcome to my yes. home. That was it. <laughs> All she did was run the like cookie exchange or whatever, yeah. and that's it. Like you just see her open the door in her apron, and it's like, uh, that's all we're getting. Yeah. What? It's just like, what is happening? I it know. it made me it very much annoyed me. I don't like when they do that, so I was glad it was redemption for Patty LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I would give two and a half crowns for. It's. Um, I would give it the same two and a half so all right well we did it we reviewed these movies and so oh we have on Twitter I asked people to give their pick their favorite of the weekend and double holiday resounding favorite 56.9% with it's beginning to look like Christmas at 22% and some of the votes uh, we have Connie Gibson with it's beginning to it's beginning to look like Christmas. The script by Rick Garman was wonderful. The performances by the cast, Eric maybe it's Trisha Halfer, uh, were outstanding. The storyline was new and different, and the movie was so fun and a joy to watch. Uh, and Gigi Elias says, "I absolutely loved Double Holiday. It was charming and funny movie. It had me laughing. Tons of chemistry. It was great between uh, Chris Paloa and Carly Pope." uh susan s says double holiday was very cute christopher christopher's character was beyond belief with his rapier wit it's also the only one of the four that i've seen so far lauren <laughs> 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 eagle says double holiday was amazing and my number one of the year Paloha was at his most charming and carly pope was great 100 percent lived up to my expectations uh, and uh, Phoebe Hennerin says, maybe because of Eric Mabius, just maybe, I'm a huge fan, just maybe I pick It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. <laughs> and then Katie Ayer says, I'm all for double holiday. The reason why, because it celebrates both holidays, Christmas and Hanukkah together, and it shows how they can all learn from one another's holidays. So there we go. <laughs> That's it. So let us know what you thought of these movies, these four uh, what uh, what was your favorite? And let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear. And thanks so much, Dory. This was really fun. I love having you on on the podcast. We'll definitely, especially know now that you're going to be watching every weekend. We'll definitely have you on again soon. And oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I love coming on. So thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, this is really fun. So how can people follow your podcast and uh, in you on social media, all that fun stuff? So you can follow us at All the Fields Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Um, I am pretty active on Twitter, so come say hi and um, listen to us at All the Fields Podcast um, wherever you download your podcast. Yeah, definitely check it out, you guys. You'll love it. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. You can read my shocking, one of very few critics that, that liked cats. Uh, so check out my <laughs> review. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my star wars review lots of fun stuff over there i would love you to watch that uh and then make sure you're following the podcast at, at hallmarkies pod the hallmarkies podcast all of our social media itunes youtube everywhere if you're listening on itunes 
please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really love getting those reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we also have our patron group, which is really fun. We have giveaways. We just did a giveaway for one of my favorite movies of the year uh, with uh, Blinded by the Light. So if you want to participate in that, plus all the other fun stuff, just uh, sign up to be a patron. We have the information in the description. Then we also have our merch store, which has uh, designs from artist Jessica Miller and more Hardy's and Hallmarkies inspired uh, designs. So check it out. Link in the description. And thanks again. And Merry Christmas, you guys. It's Christmas Day. It's so exciting. <laughs> so. Merry Christmas. <laughs>